If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to Atlanta Baseball Talk, your weekly podcast for all things Atlanta Braves. Welcome to show number 286. Today is Monday, December 22nd, 2014, and my name is Steve. I am joined by both Hamilton and Curtis. So guys, let's get to it. Yes. In tonight's show, we'll talk about Chris Medlin signing with the Royals and what we think about the new-look Marlins. But first, guys, the other shoe, or corner outfield position, I guess, dropped late last week as the Braves traded Justin Upton to the San Diego Padres for four players. They are starting pitcher Max Fried, center fielder Malik Smith, second baseman, shortstop, third baseman Jace Peterson, and then sort of to-be-determined either third baseman or left fielder Dustin Peterson. So, Ham, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the question, right? Are you happy about the return that we got for Justin? You know, it's it's hard to analyze these trades because it's not apples to apples, right? You're not, it's not Justin Upton for Max Kemp. Right, Matt Kemp, Max Kemp. I don't know his brother. His Max brother Kemp. is so much better. Yeah, and doesn't have arthritis in his hips. Exactly. His hips are the, really fine. the little known of. <laughs> um, but it's hard, you know. So I think as a fan, whenever you lose your your most productive player and you're in a rebuilding mode, and you get back four unproven talents, that it's it doesn't feel good. You always are going to feel like you got the shorter end of the stick. It's hard to feel like you got unless you got just a couple of sparkling prospects. But I don't think there was there was ever a way, you know, we were going to get that because you know because the Padres now have Upton only for a year. Right. I mean, it's well, not like it's he, such a huge piece of this that people ignore is that it's a one year rental. Yeah. And so, I mean, they so it's not like you're going to get the cream of the crop of somebody else's farm system just for a one year rental. So so I think we got four players, you know, we got two players uh, who we know, not counting fried, but um, uh, Jace Peterson and Malik Matic. I forget the second guy you mentioned, the center fielder. Um, yeah, who are going to play? I mean, who who Malik have a le- Malik's? Yeah, who, um, who have a legitimate shot to contribute next year? Um, so that that's good. You know, we got more quantity than quality. I I uh, it sucks that we took on somebody else with a, a a Tommy John history. You know, I know there's a million, thousands of people get them. A lot of people have done very well. No, you know, Smoltz was one notable one for the Braves. It did, you know, very well after Tommy John surgery. But re- just with the recent bug with Medlin and Beachy and just and inventors, um, it, it takes some of the shine off of the trade. Yeah, so so we're you're 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 talking about Max Fried, and yeah. five minutes after the trade news broke, then the news broke that oh he had Tommy John surgery in August. Yeah, which is like uh, it took a bit of the shine off it. It take a little I, bit I shine, but I will I will close my point in that I, you know I think all in all it's a good trade. I don't think it was ever going to feel good. It never feels good to rebuild. It's 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 hard to lose Justin, but I think um, we we got two you know pretty good. Um, 
chances at starting and then a lot of upside and and fried pardon the rhyme uh and i'm happy with that i think that's good curtis how about you yeah, I mean, I, I guess that you have to expect that, um, like you guys mentioned, that there's a, it's a one-year rental, so you're not going to get a lot. I kind of dug around to see where these guys were ranked, and basically it looks like you're getting t- uh, four top 20 Padres prospects. The number one uh, was Fried, who was the third overall. You didn't get their two big um, prospects, and reading Fried, if he hadn't blown his arm out, he wouldn't have been available. Right. Um, so... But you then, of course, you're losing. He's going to have lost two seasons because uh, he won't pitch at all in 2015. Um, and they were holding him back in 14 for precautionary reasons, right? He just had soreness or something. Right. Um, I, you know, so, and these guys are very, very low-level guys. Uh, these are not major league-ready guys. So it's not like you traded uh, – a bunch of players that are ready to step in and in positions of need. Um, well, but but so so uh, Jace I read, Peterson, uh, yeah, I yeah Jace Peterson is the guy is the only guy out of this group that uh, is has a actually had some major league experience. He was awful in his short tenure in, in the major leagues, but that doesn't really mean much. But he's the guy that you might be able to platoon him with Johnson or maybe play him some at second. Um, he's really the only guy. I don't see that that this Malik Smith guy is, is ready to, to start uh, contributing at the major league level, maybe at the end of the year as a as a pinch runner, because that's really his his uh, high point is his speed. Right, right. Um, he's, a, he's an 80 speed guy on the you yeah. know, sort of scouting scale. Although, Kurt, for what it's worth, I've read in a number of places that he really could be part of the picture in 2015. Yeah, me so, too. So we'll see. Okay. Um, but, you know, you have to rely on other people. Obviously, we're not going to know everything about prospects in the Padres system. Um, and there's there's some questions about some of these guys' maturity. Obviously, they're all very young. So, I mean, who who isn't immature when they're 19 years old? Um Ken Rosenthal was not too thrilled. Keith Law thought it was a good return. So you have to believe that um, you got what you could get out of this. Um, and you that, hope that, so. You hope that, that Fried comes back. As Ham mentions, tons of guys have come back from Tommy John. That's almost a prerequisite these days, at least certainly if you're going to be thrown in on a draft, I mean on a trade for the Braves, you have to have recently gone through <laughs> Tommy John surgery or need back surgery. So um, – <laughs> Yeah, you just hope he comes back and is then can slot right into the middle of um, a rotation. He can be a third, three, or four right in there. Um, but it, it it looks a lot like they're building for 2017. They continue to talk about the fact that they're not um, breaking it down and and rebuilding. That they're going to continue to throw the effort out there. But this looks a lot like restocking restocking a farm system and getting much more production out of it in a year or two. Well, there is no doubt that they have restocked the farm system with these moves. I mean, Fried is very exciting. He was the number seven overall pick in 2012. Right. So, you know, when 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 we try when 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 the Braves trade prospects for a proven starter, it's easy to say. Do it, do it, do it. You never know what the prospects are going to do, but you know what you're getting in this proven starter coming. Well, we're on the other side of that, and all we can do is hope. But Fried could really be a big piece. You know, I've read in some places he projects as high as a two. Um, fan graphs right up of him talked about his future value as a 50 on the 80 scale, like total future value, which actually projects as a four. So, you know, who knows, right? Um 
But it it's a lot of quantity, Hammy, as you said, for a one-year rental. And the thing is, we would have all been pissed if Justin hadn't been traded. The trade needed to happen. There's no point in keeping him around when we're not going to re-sign him, nor did any of us want to extend Justin. Yeah. So, and, to, you, you know. And he's not enough. he's not enough to get us to the postseason next year with the current roster as it is now. It's not like he's... He's he's he was the best brave last year, but I mean it's not even worth holding out for. Maybe in this year he'll take us to the promised land. It, it was it made nothing but sense to to get rid of him and get well. Some- and you're also getting more out of this than probably you would at the trade deadline when he's oh, only yeah, a month. Sure. Oh yeah, only a yeah. month rental. Right. Or if you wait around and and you don't trade him at all, and all you're doing is getting a supplemental draft pick, which you won't even get a player as good as Max Fried in the supplemental draft. So yeah, and, um, and you, you have ready to, to play in 2017. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And look, if if you are if if someone or something is blocking Evan Gaddis from playing left field, you got to get rid of it. <laughs> that is true. Are you talking about like a a barricade or something like a, a <laughs> which, literal hurdle, which, which frankly the Braves <laughs> may put in there? Yes, about exactly. A month down the line, some um, sort of concrete block attached exactly. to his arm. <laughs> so, Curtis, aside from signing a fifth starter, which all indications are will happen. If all the moves were done at this point, what grade would you give Hart for the offseason? Um, I would say B minus. Um, I think he made the moves that he had to move uh, make. Uh, you know, you you weren't going to keep Hayward and, and Justin Upton. So to have moved them and to get hopefully quality in return. Uh, you signed Marcakis to fill a need. You signed some of these other guys. We really didn't talk too much about the Cuban guy whose name is um, Mascaro. Is that his name? Um, who I, we, I can't even think of his name right now, but he's a guy that can contribute to the outfield too. Right, apologies. that's right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's been that bad at all. I mean, I, I think that the Braves are where they are, and, and he has to do these moves to, to fortify the farm system and to project going forward. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't fault – and, of course, as a fan, you say, oh, well, I wanted to get you know some sort of Mark Teixeira return. Well, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. Like, so, two years of a guy is a whole different thing than one year of a guy. It just is. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's been bad at all. Hammy, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm in a lot of ways where Curtis is. It's been sort of a Jekyll and Hyde offseason. Um, you know, in, in, in the Hart interview with DOB, he talked about how do you manage two paths? You've got this sort of you're not really rebuilding with the Marquecas signing and in some ways the Hayward trade. Um, but then you are, you have a trade like Justin Upton where you get no real immediate return. I mean, other than what we talked about. Um so it's, it feels weird. Uh, it feels weird to say he's done great in either capacity. I think he's done okay. He didn't have a great hand when he started, um, but you know, it's not. He hasn't had a remarkable off season. Hart has, and and the Braves organization in general. So, I mean, I gave it a B. You know, I still. It, I got to say, I was you know doing just research for the show, and I found an article uh, that said that the Cardinals did the best to upgrade their. Um, they made the best upgrade to any one position on their team with the Hayward signing of any other team this offseason. So that was a little kick in the pants, uh, the front part of the pants, if you will, um, with a big old smiling picture of Hayward and a St. Louis Cardinals jersey. Um, so that still stings a little bit. 
Um, but all in all, I'd say, like I said, a B for heart. Yeah, you weren't on that show, Hammy, but make no mistake, Hayward's going to just be so ridiculously good. No, I was on that season. show. I was on that show. I wasn't on the Marquecas show. Oh, okay, okay. I, you, I he, he meant you didn't contribute to that show. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I was trying to code Nothing that, new. Hammy. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Air quotes not on the show. Got it. <laughs> you know, Hart has done a little of everything, right? Like the Hayward trade was for now and for the future. The Marquecas deal was for now. Kayaspo for now. Justin for the future. To me, like, and Curtis, you said this, the Hayward and Justin moves had to be made. It would have been a failing on Hart's part to not move those guys. The Marquecas deal is two years too long. And the more I sit with it, the more I hate that part. Like, it's just crazy that we're going to have him for the first two years in the stadium. Uh, and, the, and it'll be the, the, you know, the worst two years of the deal. If he trades Chris Johnson, which, you know, there has been a lot of talk about it, that, that they were trying to package him up as part of the deals they were working on. If they trade Chris Johnson or blow us away with the fifth starter, then I would improve his grade. But, Kurt, I'm exactly with you. I, I get a B point at this, uh, a B minus at this point. Well, and bad news that David Ross signed with the Cubs. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, and Harang hasn't signed, has he? I have not seen anything. Yeah, I don't think that he has. That would be a nice, that would be nice if the money was right. To Gavin Floyd signed. I did see yeah. the Gavin Floyd signed. Yeah, I saw that. All right, guys, a couple quick announcements. All of our shows are also available on our new YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Atlanta Baseball Talk out on YouTube. And when you find it, please subscribe. And also, we have a Facebook fan page. Go out there and like us. It's at facebook.com slash Atlanta Baseball Talk. All right, guys, let's wrap up the show with a couple of quick hits. So first, um, our old buddy Chris Medlin signed mm. last week with the Royals to a two-year, $8.5 million guarantee, a mutual $10 million option for year three. So, Hammy, given that the Braves offered 5.8 to Medlin for one year, should they have approached this amount of money, the eight and a half, and kept him? No. And I, I might miss Medlin more than I'll miss Hayward, but not. I don't want to give. I, I, no, they should not have. I, I, I wouldn't want to give those years and that money to, to Medlin at this point, unfortunately. Curtis, how about you? Same. And I, and I think if you're going into 2017, um, you're still going to need pieces um, regardless of these, these young players that you brought in. So all that money needs to be stowed away so you can make some big impactful uh, moves at that time and having money tied up in Chris Medlin, who I, one of my favorites of recent memory, but yeah, just not a guy with after two Tommy Johns that you can commit that much money to. Yeah. There's so little evidence of success with starting pitchers coming back from two Tommy Johns, right? Isn't it? What, what's his name? Um, I shouldn't have brought it up because I think can't think of his name. I think he was a Cardinal for a while. And now he's, he was a Red Sox last year. For Isringhausen? No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it. But, you know, I thought that the $5.8 million deal, or I'm sorry, I should say offer, made no sense. Yeah, for, it's true. For, for a guy in his situation. Um, and on top of it, they didn't know 100% that they were – that you know that they were going to have freed up the Justin money, for that matter. So no, it just it just made no sense. 
All right, so Curtis, over the past month, the Marlins have made a ton of moves. Of note, they've added starting pitchers Matt Latos, Dan Heron, who may actually retire, uh, second baseman D. Gordon, third baseman Martin Prado, and first baseman um, Mike Morse. So, Kurt, you scared of them yet? I've been scared of them, um, and they're going to be so much better next year. I, I see them, honestly. The more that they make these moves, I see them challenging uh, Washington for the division. I don't see why not with their pitching staff, although they did trade Eovaldi, who is very, very good. Right, right. They, um, they basically exchanged Eovaldi for Latos, not as part of that trade, but that's how it's working out. And Latos is, is, is no... He's no, no Eovaldi. No, I mean, Eovaldi's yeah. better. And he he struggled at the end of the year, but I mean he's still a very talented guy. Um, yep. Dan Heron can only beat the Braves, so he <laughs> should they should just you know hire him to pitch seven <laughs> times a year. But if um, you know if Heron stays on and is your fifth starter, it's a pretty good deal. Oh yeah, no, I think they're very good. I think they're very very good. When does Fernandez come back? Ham and I were talking before the show. When when did he go out with his? Uh, I forget. I talked to the guys when, when I was on the that. Marlins podcast. Um, I think it's you know it's not the beginning of the season. It'll it's be, gotta be mid year, right? I mean, yeah, it'll be mid year because that'll be about fifteen months, right? Yeah, that'll be. Um, you but know, can if, you if imagine? Can you imagine bringing him into the fold? Right. Uh, at, That's the All Star yeah. break or yeah, something. If, if you're yeah. treading water, if you're in decent shape, and then to bring him in, yeah. So for sure, you know the the lineup is better. And uh, Ivaldi for Latos is a little worse, but they still had some great guys in the starting, you know, in starting pitching rotation. They should hit better. I they've think got they're sort of better. You know, they, they've got uh, sort of well, similar. and they're good. And you know, the, the problem they had when they made all those moves before is a lot of the guys they brought in when they moved to the new stadium were jerks. They were. They were bad clubhouse guys. I right. mean, well, that's what I was going to say. They brought in some good clubhouse yeah, guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Prado Morse is supposed to be a great teammate. I think D. Yeah. Brown, I don't know about him because, you know, he got shipped out of LA. I think there were some problems there. But, um, you know, we all love Martin Prado, and, and that guy's as stand up as it gets. So adding him into any clubhouse is. And Soft Lamaki, I think, is a pretty good guy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I that's, think, I mean, that's I a think- good chemistry. It's funny how the national the Nationals I think are, sh- are are just like the Phillies were right after they won their World Series. I think they've got a couple of good pieces, but I don't think they, I don't I don't think they built well around those good pieces. I think the Marlins are the team to beat in the East. You and heard the Nats it here have first. done nothing. I think that's a little crazy, but the Nats haven't done anything this offseason, right? Not really. Not I think if all. Fernandez comes mm-hmm. back, I mean, they have the, 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 the Marlins have a team, but I mean, you know, they're going to be better than the Braves. They're going to be better than the Mets. I think the Mets are going to be better than the Braves. Um, and I think the Nats are a question mark. I think the Marlins have a shot to win the East. I like that. We don't even have to waste our breath on the Phillies in that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, I, and, I like and that too. There's a few podcasts that are probably not wasting their breath on the Braves right now. Well, sure. <laughs> there's, there's there. that. And on that note, that is the show. So everyone, um, have a great holiday season. I don't imagine the Braves will make a move between now and the new year. If they do, we'll do our best to be on before the holidays. But if not, I assume something will happen in January and we'll be back. Uh, So please make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel as well as on iTunes or Stitcher. 
so that you don't miss any of our shows. And as always, check us out at AtlantaBaseballTalk.com for past shows, to check out our blogs, and to post in our comment section. And be sure to follow us on Twitter. We are at ATL Baseball Talk. And thanks again for listening, everyone. Go Braves! Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening to Atlanta Baseball Talk, your weekly podcast for all things Atlanta Braves. To find new shows, to post in our forum, or to send a comment, please visit us at atlantabaseballtalk.com. Had to admit the problem, it's a hard thing to admit. Had to get on the program, it ain't an easy road when you quit. Had to make peace with my enemies, accept the power greater than my Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.